So, you're in the digital age, eh? Too cool for the radio, so you've downloaded this. You've actually chosen to listen. Sorry in advance, but here goes... Ellie and Bex. Have you cheated death? Now, mm. if you're listening right now, maybe mm. you were one of the people on a Jetstar plane at Sunny Coast Airport late November that was uh, going to take off as, oh, sorry, no, it was it was going to land as a private aircraft was taking off and they hadn't communicated with each other. Um, the report that came out yesterday saying that uh, one of them had their radios off and the other one didn't hear it or what, whatever went down. It meant that these two aircrafts passed within 80 metres of each other. I mean, think about that. That's like 80 metres is just over there. Yeah, right. Okay, that's where another full-size plane is. Yes, exactly. Full of fuel. Exactly. Because it's about to take off. Yeah. You do not want to be running one plane into oh. another plane. So thank you, lucky stars. I mean, we're all thanking our lucky stars yeah. that it this- wasn't closer and, you know, they were able to get away unscathed. Yeah. Uh, and the report is out and, you know, they're not laying blame, but they're sorting it all out, which is great. It's all in the past now. But we've all had those moments where our life flashes before our eyes because a centimetre here or there or a second earlier, mm. you could have been toast. Uh, Magic Mike our 72-year-old gossip reporter. No. He's got a great story about that. I'll, I'll, I'll translate it for you now. Mm. Uh, my mum's from Lebanon and we were over, Lebanon, I reckon, 30 years ago. Uh, and in Christmas and New Year, they like to do this thing. Some people, not all people, only a small amount of people, they'll fire guns in the air in celebration. <gasps> you may have seen them. Real guns? Yeah, you may have seen them on the telly and stuff. Not like peanut blokes, guns or like pepper no, guns. No, the blokes carry real when they're in an ex-war zone, they tend to carry, carry real ammunition. Hectic. Right, so they'll fire it in celebration, nothing else. And we're in my auntie's kitchen, just a regular apartment building, nothing fancy about it, right? And it's got an aluminium uh, sort of screen door type of thing uh, to go out onto the balcony and my old man was going to take the rubbish out, right? This is about maybe 10 o'clock, 12 o'clock at night. There's firing in the air and he wanted to go out and see that as well. And as he went to open that aluminium door, a round of ammunition embedded in the door. <clears throat> Oh my Crazy. Goodness. So we could we could have had a very different gossip reporter. Well, that doesn't sound like a fun tradition. Just putting it out there. No, you know? we, like maybe we, they should do away with that. One. We don't partake <laughs> in it, but some people do over there. It's 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 it's, it's commonplace. Jeez. Yeah. It, literally, this frame of this door would have been no more than two inch wide. Yeah. Right. That's scary, man. I cheated death once. Oh, did you? Yeah. Yeah. Kind of. Um. Working with me. What we shared. We shared a pizza. <laughs> <laughs> no. I you was... used my toothbrush. <laughs> I was swimming at a beach um, and we were doing this like survivor challenge thing with a bunch of my friends for my 20th and Mm -hmm. we were all out like around this boat and we were diving down to get stuff off the bottom of the the ocean. It was like, you know, a few metres deep. And we all got out and then we went back to the house. 20 minutes later, we hear a... The shark alarm was sounding and there was a shark in the exact spot that we had just been diving down to the bottom of the ocean. 20 minutes ago. That's not cheating death, mate. No. That's not a near miss. Yes, it is. You missed it by an all, almost an entire episode. No, that is of a that, TV show. Twenty minutes. That is a near twenty miss. minutes away in from all, being in the water with a shark. You're ocean. always in the water with sharks, no, mate. In an ocean. That shark could have been anywhere. It was in the exact spot. And You're that's, an idiot. That is not. That is not cheating, death. I'm sorry. It's not what we want here. We want people who are centimeter either side, a minute earlier, a minute later, that sort of thing. Those near misses. If you've had one, like Magic Mike. Like me. Unlike Ellie. Definitely like me. Definitely not.
545-11919. Beck is in Maroochydore. Beck, have you cheated death, my friend? I sure have. <gasps> I want to hear about it. Uh, train derailing when I was um, 10 years old. We were driving along the road and uh, train derailed and nearly took us out. Mum did a Yui and we watched out the back window as there was sparks and everything flying. <gasps> Where was this? In New Zealand. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Was it a passenger train? No, it was a freight train. So oh. there, was, <laughs> there was carriages busted in half and wheat across the road and it was just carnage. In terms of, Rebecca, in terms of how close you went to sort of getting smashed up, seriously injured, potentially dead, right? How close were you compared to Ellie who was in the water Half an hour. 20 uh, minutes. 20 minutes in the ocean, the Indian Ocean, one of the biggest bodies of water in the world, with a shark potentially earlier on that day. How much closer were you? I would say two hours is a joke, but no, it was about five <laughs> metres behind us. <gasps> That's a real near-death miss. I mean, it's just as good as mine, Beck. Thank you. I'm glad I'm... <laughs> Oh, Beck's like, <laughs> gets, so gets so similar. So similar. So similar. You similar. lost her whole family, but you went in the Indian so, Ocean. I could have lost all my friends, Can okay? I, from what I know about Perth, going in the ocean and seeing a shark is like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true, they are. Going everywhere. to McDonald's and feeling like, you know, you you, you, you want a cone. <laughs> Not at all. Beck, thank you for getting involved, and I'm glad you're still with us today to tell us that story. No worries. All right, let's move on to Steve from Caboolture. Steve, have you cheated death? Oh, I believe I have. Ooh, all um, right, here we go. So, yeah, back in 2014, my wife and I, we came over to Australia, uh, to Australia for a holiday. Mm-hmm. And uh, we went to Sydney and we we went into the Lint uh, Cafe <gasps> just before, the day before uh, the terrible incident happened with the shooting. No um, so, yeah, it was a bit... It was just a bit frightening to think that we were in there the day before. Yeah. I was telling Ellie earlier today about a family that I know of uh, that went to Port Arthur, were meant to go to Port Arthur, I should say, on the day of the Port Arthur massacre, uh, stayed behind because they, one, of, one of the kids had left a jacket behind and doubled back, missed the bus and missed going over there on a day where over 30 people were killed. Intense, isn't it? Uh, just when you think about those sliding door moments. Absolutely. It's, uh, it's terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. So were you just transfixed to that when that happened? Were you just like, because I know I was, I remember being nice glued to word. the TV um, when it happened. You must have been the same, just being like, oh my goodness. Yeah, absolutely. I was just like, wow. It was just like a moment of just like all the hair in my arms just stood up. Yeah. Um, Crazy stuff. Crazy, Crazy stuff. Crazy stuff. Well, Thanks for your story, mate. No worries. Thank you. Thanks, Steve. It's not often we get serious on this show. It's <laughs> when not, we do, I don't I know, know what to say. I know. I, I mean, I don't like. I don't want to make light of that. It's a, ho- a ho- horrible situation. Yes. But you just gave me a lot for saying that I was somewhere dangerous twenty minutes before the danger appeared in the shark. There was a shooting. And he was a whole day. There was a shooting. There was a shooting. You were talking about being near a part of the ocean that later had a shark in it. Yeah. Come on, but bro. But like 20 minutes a day, don't I think com- I win. Don't compete with your audience. Okay. Okay, do not <laughs> compete with your audience. Ellie and Beck. Minutes ago, I gave you a little bit of hass for being old. But you right did. now, just a little. I need the wisdom of an elder man or okay. woman. Okay, good. I'm in. Because um, <laughs> I've got $600 owed to me. By who? Uh, um, by the Victorian Department of Transport. Uh, oh, oh, Rego, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah sold yeah, out yeah, early. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. So I've registered my plates in Queensland, which yes. means I get a refund on my Vic registration. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
I did this last week and they sent me a, a, an email in response being like, hey, cool, we've accepted your, your refund. It'll be in the mail within a month. What? And I was like, all right, okay. Within a month? Yes. Geez, the wheels turn slowly, don't they? Yes. So this arrived yesterday at my house. I got a letter in the mail, which I never get. Mm-hmm. And I opened it up and it was a check for $600. I don't know what to do with the check. What? Can you just repeat what you just said? Okay, okay. I'm guessing. You got a check and? I don't know what to do with it. I don't think I've ever che- I don't think I've ever cashed a check. Oh, please, someone record this for me. <laughs> so, someone record this for me. This is like, oh my god! Imagine you even using it like a rotary telephone or anything. God, you wouldn't know what to do. No, okay. I'm I'm guessing that yeah. I've got to take it into the bank and give it to them, right? Yes. But do I have to take it into my specific bank? Yes. Okay. So this well, is you problem. don't. You know, you can do it at a post office and stuff like that. Well, that's this, the thing. This sounds like an ad, but <laughs> you can do it at a post office, etc. But the quickest way to get it into your account is to go into your bank. But I'm concerned because my bank is a West Australian bank. Do you yeah. know? Do you know if there's a Bank West branch in? You, okay, I'll walk it. Excuse right. me. The show is not Google. I, I know. I know. I know. Okay. But okay. The show is not I, Google. Just... People are listening. <laughs> What's next? You're going to be. Where can I get some fish and chips on my way home? And I'm going to have to go yes. raise. Why not? <laughs> but can I take it? Like the banks, the, the checks are Westpac check. Can I take it to yeah. Westpac and check and bank it? No, that's the issuing bank. <laughs> That's where the money's coming from. Okay. Just take, so, you know what? Is oh, there? Yeah, you know what? Give it to me. Is there like a, no, I'm not giving you my $600. Is there like a website that I could go on yeah. to and do yeah. like online banking yeah. and like type the numbers well, from the uh, check and in or And what, you just tell them they've got a check and they believe you? Is that how that works? Yeah, maybe I could like take a photo of it. Do you understand that a check is a promissory note? What's promissory? It's a promise to say this money is in this, is effectively in this form. <laughs> You have to take it to a bank. Wait, I don't, actually, I'm starting to figure is, something out here. What? When's the last time you went into a bank? Ages ago. Oh, oh, maybe to get a credit card a couple of years ago. Oh, God, you're such a man. <laughs> I don't know. You are such I just want my 600 bucks. Can't I just do it online? God, so easy to man, fool. Life's hard. Ellie and Bex. 91.9 CFM. Every day this week we're holding not one but two battle rounds to yeah. narrow a short list of 40 sunny coast suburbs yes. down to just 20. One of them will happen online and uh, yesterday we're going to have to wind up very shortly an ongoing battle between Biwa, Golden Beach and Pack Paradise. We'll get to that in a tick. Yes. Uh, we currently have three that have been solidified in the in the um, list already. You want to hear them quickly? Yes. We've got Nambor. Oh, Nambor in the house. Bore in the house. Boy, boy. Nambor Which in was the, the first one through. Then we had this one. Noosa. Noosa. Fly, fly, fly. Or blind blind. Sorry, I should say. <laughs> and of course, as you said, Noosa. All the stars are Noosa. All the stars are so those three are already in, right? There's nothing you can do now. If you want them in or if you don't want them in, they're solidified. But I'll tell you where you can do something today. This is a ding dong battle. Um, and for so many reasons. I reckon you've one, said ding-dong battle every day. Well, one it's a phrase I've never heard before. There's champions left, right and centre. So true. You thought that, um, uh, what's his name, Bob Dylan was Axl Rose <laughs> five minutes ago. So yeah. not too worried about stuff you haven't heard before. <laughs> this one's a big one because I really think one of these suburbs is obviously a, a bit of a heavyweight suburb when it comes to Sunny Coast suburbs. I mean, a lot of people live there. A lot of people talk about it. Uh, and its actual even song, the song it's using, is being challenged by another 
sunny coast suburb somewhere inland mm. um, that wants a piece of the action. Anyhow, look, let's play this battle round and people can start voting on 545-11919. I asked the guy, why are you so fly? So funky called Yandina. Yandina on that one. I come from a land called Kunda Park. Kunda Park. Fly Funky called Bedina. There you go. Yandina and Bedina, both on Tone Loke. Yes, this was from the day that we played how uh, Funky Coleman. Oh, no, it wasn't actually. Those were two separate. Days, yeah. So two separate days. Bedina, Yandina, they sound the same and they both rhyme with Funky Gold Medina. So here's how it works. 545-11919. If you don't vote for your suburb or, in fact, which song you want to hear there, uh, then you will not get through. It's that simple. It is that simple. Bedina. Kanda Park, Yandina, 545-11919. Who's got your vote? Ange doesn't hate Bedina. She lives in it, uh, and I gather that's where your vote's going. Oh, definitely. Oh, what's a your pocket of paradise. Oh, that should be what they put on the number world. plates. Mm. A pocket of paradise. Um, and what's your favourite <laughs> thing about Bedina? Um, we've got the beach close by. We're close to everything. It's 15 minutes to Clounder, 15 minutes to Coolum, and um, and it's still a quiet little area. 15 minutes to Coolum. What have you got, a chopper? <laughs> yeah, yeah, not just drive fast. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we will register that vote for your little, uh, what did you call it, your little slice of paradise? Pocket of paradise. Little pocket of paradise. <laughs> All right, the pocket of paradise has got one vote there. Awesome. Well yeah. done. Thanks, Ange. Hello, CFM. Who have we got here? Oh, it's Kate from Yandina. <laughs> oh, Kate from Yandina representing the hood. Tell us why other people, not just you, should vote for Yandina. Well, Yandina's still that small town with that country feel. Mm-hmm. And we're definitely out of the big smoke, not like Bedina. <laughs> oh, see? A little bit of feistiness coming I out know, here, Chains. Like this. And poor old Kunda Parks just sitting in the background going, what about me? No, no, no. Yeah, I know. And that's, you know what? That's my favourite of all of them, to be honest. Like, of, song all, wise. of all the song-wise. Not necessarily suburb-wise, right. but Let- like... I come from a land called Kunda Park. It's so fun. No? All right. Just Keep giving it. yourself a pat on the back there, which is standard, Kate. Um, that's okay. Uh, registered your vote for your little slice of inland paradise. Thank you very much. Both on Tone Loke, Yandina and Bedina. And they fought it out toe-to-toe. I've got to say, as usual... Yandina punched above its weight the whole way. Mm. Casting vote only moments ago. Oh, it was like splitting hairs this round. It literally came down to the wire. The winner by a solitary vote, Bedina. I asked the guy, why are you so fly yourself? Funky called Bedina. Boom! Congratulations to Bedina, the pocket of paradise, Is as Ange called it. Did you only make that little bit. What do you mean? The song sort of, I thought it was going to keep going and stuff. Oh, no, no, that was it. That was it. Yeah, commiserations, Kunda Park and Yandina, as I said, neck and neck the entire way. More battles to come throughout the week as we reach towards a finalised song. We should have that done and dusted by the end of next week. Ellie and Bex. Last night, the top ten of MasterChef became nine. Yes. When we said goodbye to Sarah, who joins us now. Hello, Sarah. Oh, hi, guys. Thanks for having me. Uh, Hey, Sarah, don't feel bad. Because your, um, you know, your eviction, for want of a better word, your going home night, was the top rating <laughs> show on Australian television last night. Yes, I've just been, I've just been told, um, what a phenomenal response from from the Australian viewers, and and I actually <laughs> am so grateful for that experience. But you know what? Like, I did not expect that. I, 
that is just phenomenal. Does it make you feel better or worse knowing that lots of people tuned in to see effectively you fail <laughs> or, or would you prefer it to have not have rated well? <laughs> oh, look, I'm glad you worded it like that because that's the exact thought that crossed my mind. I was like, I oh, have said to them, over one million people. <laughs> I would have said to them, clearly, guys, I bring in the numbers. I think you need to relook at your assessment of jungle curries. Um, Sarah, <laughs> Me too. it was all about the jungle curry and... and, and um, you know, unfortunately, the problem with exiting this way, are we talking to Simon uh, about about veggies and stuff, is that you won't look at that particular dish ever the same way, will you? You're right. Absolutely not. I, I think that's the last jungle curry I will ever taste. Um, <laughs> oh, no. It's a bit of a sore point at the moment. Um, you know, it, look, it was a lot of fun, but it was such a complex dish and such an impossible task. You know, Chef Benjamin's been refining this dish for 20 years and we've got 90 minutes and no recipe to recreate it. It doesn't really work, does it? That's insane. And if you try to emulate a jungle, there's lots of things in a jungle, you know? Like there's monkeys, there's lions, there's fun plants, there's fun rivers and stuff. Like that's a lot of stuff to incorporate into one dish. That's the worst comment (laughs) in any interview ever. She's just agreeing with you because she's a nice person. That's great. I know. I'll tell you, this is how powerful a jungle curry is. I used to have a um, a Thai GP uh, back when I was growing up, I lived in Brisbane, and I got super sick one day and I was completely knocked out by this flu. And he said to me, go past this joint on the way home and grab yourself a jungle curry. It'll <laughs> knock it out of your system. That was the idea. Literally so it's medicinal. It out of you. Yeah. yeah. There yeah. you go. Yeah. Well, Sarah, we yeah. hate to make you fixate on the jungle curry, but I don't know if your other eliminated MasterChef contestants have told you, whenever they come on our show, we like to give you a little bit of a quiz yes. based on whatever it was that got you eliminated. Absolutely. <laughs> We've done a whole bunch. We've done oh, Know Your go. Nuts. We've done What's In Your Box. We've done a whole lot of quizzes. But what today's Broccoli next? yesterday. Yes. Today <laughs> is Know Your Jungle. Specifically the Jungle okay. Book. Sarah, did you ever get read uh, Rudyard Kipling's uh, Masterpiece as a kid? Uh, yes, that was a long, long, long time ago. Yes, okay. me too. <laughs> I just got asked these questions before we got you, you on, me, and I did not. One of the do questions well, is: one of the questions is, what country is 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 is, is it set in? That's all right. You said to me, Ellie, Africa. Okay, but I I, I, <laughs> I immediately <laughs> said, hold on, that's not a country. Okay, so uh, all right, let's see how time, Sarah goes. Sarah from MasterChef to know your jungle. What kind of animal is King Louis? Oh, God. I, oh, oh, my gosh. King Louis. I have no idea. Uh, is that your answer? Is a gorilla? I don't know. Close. A great ape. I will take gorilla. I think a that's close ape. enough. Oh. Ding, ding, ding. I said a lion, oh so you're beating me, Sarah. They're probably the same thing, let's be honest. <laughs> None of us work at Australia Zoo. So uh, question number two. Of course, the central uh, figure in the uh, Jungle Book was Mowgli. Who raised Mowgli? Uh, I'll even accept what type of animal. The gear... Was it the panther? The panther? No, the wolf. More. Oh, she's digging you early. Yes. Wolf mother, Raksha, and father wolf. And they called him Mowgli, meaning frog, because he didn't have any fur. Sarah, you know your jungle so well. Ah, there you go. Again, I say, you should go back to those those hard-nosed producers and say, I want back in. Yes. All right, question number three, the final one. Which (laughs) country is this fictional book set in? And it's not Africa, (laughs) by the way. Oh. Mate, oh gosh, uh, R- Rudyard Kipling. Yeah, really where would Rudyard geography? Where would Rudyard Kipling hail from? It, 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 so India. I'm guessing. It's there India. we go. Oh my goodness! Three from yep. three. She's a smart girl. No one, no one has ever, from from Courtney 
to Simon to all the others I can't remember because they didn't make an impression on me. No one has ever gone three from three. Sarah, you deserve oh, to be back wow, in there, well. my friend. Picked it early. You're a star. Oh, thanks, guys. <laughs> I've peaked. That's it. You have, you have. Who needs a MasterChef win when you've had we've a win now, on the Ellie and Bex show? And we've now ruined a popular children's book for her <laughs> yes. as well. Isn't that great? Ellie and Bex. 91.9. Ellie and Bex. Mouth trumpet. Yes. Oh, that's not supposed to happen. That's not supposed to happen at all. Whoopsie. Look at that. Stop that right there. A little less focusing <laughs> on other things and watch the little Mr. Computer. I'm telling you how to do your job, but the pause button should do it. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks very much. What would I do this without you? Is the segment where you on 545-11919, if you can identify what my great counterpart here is about to trumpet out of her mouth, which song that is, title and artist, Get yourself a $20 wish voucher. Best thing about those vouchers, you can spend them at like 18 gazillion different yeah, places, including Dan Murphy's, just saying. <laughs> Very handy things to have in your pocket. All right, here's the song. you got to tell me what the title and artist is. Go wet, wet my whistle. Is that part of it? Yeah, no, it's just my warm-up process. You don't own a whistle. Yeah, but my whistle's on my lips in this. Oh, oh okay. okay. Cool. And you guys are going to think, oh, it's a trumpet. It's not. It's my mouth. Okay, ready? <clears throat> Go for it. Oh, I know that. Oh, I might. That might be all I give. Usually I'd give a bit more, but I feel like that's quite a. I think um, you've got to go again, and I'll give people the phone number 545 Title and artist, first one through correctly wins a $20 wish voucher. Which you can share with us if you'd like. Go again, mate. I just okay. want to get the okay. tones right, of okay. your uh, performance Stop. correct. Oh, that was soulful. I should be working at a jazz club. Did someone let James Morrison oh, in here? Yes, I What's think so. What's going on? Is that Louis Armstrong? <laughs> five four five double one nine one nine. We take, we'll take someone right now. Let's yeah. Stick a fork in this. Let's do it. Sarah in Watala. Hello. Hello. First things first. Before we get you to answer the question, what do you yeah. think about the game Mouth Trumpet? You a fan? It's a new oh, one to the Ellie and Beck show. Oh, it's gross. If you're doing it, Ellie, I think it's awesome. Oh, Sarah. Stop it. Oh, You're making me You large. guys, what, anyone got a bucket? This is really... <laughs> really hey, just two sisters having each other's yeah, back. Yeah, just, just, just Ellie fishing for compliments <laughs> and uh, Sarah taking I the bait. I love your singing, Ellie. It's all beautiful. Oh, Sarah. Do you want oh, to Sarah. And, and I'll bring you chocolate next time I see you. Oh I love this. This is too much. This right. is too no, much you kindness. Guys, you, guys, you guys don't need a prize. You found a listener that loves Be- you, oh, which is a big prize. Sarah, Bex is jealous. <laughs> I'm not jealous. You might want to sling it over his way. I just think everyone else listening wants us to get on with the game. If Bex takes you in his boat, I might like him more. So. Oh! There we go. See, the boat brings the ladies. Look, you can have your mouth trumpet. I can't, I can't see Bex right now, but I'm sure he's smiling in his oh, studio. Just the mention of his boat. Sarah, we still need a title and artist from you. I'd love to give you the prize. I'll trumpet it for okay. you one more time if you like. Just because she loves I it. I already know it. Oh, she, she doesn't She's even like, need doesn't it. She doesn't need it. Clearly doesn't yeah. like it. All right. Okay. Well, I'm glad, I'll do it for everyone else who's just tuned in. No, you don't have to <laughs> okay, do it. Okay. All right, Give fine, us the answer. It. It's Bad Child by Tones and I. Yes, oh, it, it is. is indeed. It's one of my favourite songs at the moment. So. Is it? Well, it's an absolute yeah. cracker. Why wouldn't it be? You know, she's got yeah. a, a, a set of pipes on her, that chick. Hey. Yes, I'm always going to be the bad child. 
go. That's it, Sarah. That. Well, she clearly knew what it was. That's how she guessed it. Mouth Trumpet will be back next week. We've invested a lot of money into this game. Ellie and Bex. Time to check in on all things NRL with our mate from a Bloke in the Bar and, uh, of course, Bloke Lager, which you can get uh, all the details at blokeinabar.com. Den and Camp, welcome back. I'm back. I didn't go hiding. I'm not under a rock. The press from last week. I'm, I'm back out into the sunshine and uh, ready to face the manly seagulls tomorrow. Very exciting times. After last week's massive shellacking, <laughs> if they called you and were like, hey, Kempi, we need you, <laughs> That's bro. huge from a West Coast Eagles you, fan. <laughs> would, that is huge. <laughs> would you jump back on board? No, I mean, if they called me to say, you know, do you want to come in and speak to the boys, I would. But I'm not a club legend. Like, I didn't achieve, you know, yeah, I was part of the 2006 squad that won the comp. I didn't play, but I was part of the squad. The reason why I guess I have a bit of a voice now is because of the platform I've built. So, I mean, mm. obviously, if they called me, I'll be there in a heartbeat to come and speak to the boys. But, man, there are like... If you had to exhaust about 100 people before you got to me. A, there is a bit of a conga line, isn't there? Um, hey, looking at the start of the season, the Broncos came out and had two wins before COVID, right? Do you think that COVID break has been detrimental to them because they had all that time off and they were on like a good, they had a good thing going? You've been researching. I know, look at me asking an NRL question. Shh, let me get through it. Um, uh, yeah, do you reckon that if they hadn't had the break, then they'd still be winning? It's really hard to say because they won against the Cowboys and they, they beat the Rabbitohs um, in a relatively scrappy affair. So the issue for the Broncos at the moment is attitude. It's not their talent, it's attitude. And I'm not saying they've got a bad attitude, but when they need to look to leaders to take that heavy hit up, to, to, to pull the boys in and go, boys, pull your heads in. Because at the moment, they're also young. So if a young guy steps forward and says, oi, boys, pull your heads in, subconsciously, a lot of the players are like, mate, you've played 20 in an old game. It's like, what are you talking about? Yeah. You're in the yeah. same position as us. Last week I got you, and I'll do the same again this week. Ellie, of course, the West Coast, West Coast Eagles fan who has never actually seen a live game <laughs> of NRL up against the superstar, former leading tri-scorer, Denon Kemp. Um, <laughs> last week, Kempy, you got dusted by the kid from <gasps> Subiaco. Did I win? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you the picked Warriors the Warriors. Yeah, the Warriors and, and Ellie picked the Panthers. Uh, Storm and Eels, you guys were the same on. So three points to two, an early season lead uh, to Ellie Cheney as we look quickly towards round seven. I'm not going to run through everything. Sorry, round five. I'm not going to run through everything, but again, I'll just pick four particular games and you guys have your say on them, okay? Okay. Yep. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. All right. Eagles and Broncos, you got to pick that one. Eighth v. Tenth. The Seagulls narrow last week in their loss. Very valiant. Uh, Bex, I'm going to have to lock in the Eagles for that one because uh, AFL's back this weekend, the West Coast Eagles. It's not about AFL, playing, mate. So I've got to, I'm going to stay true to my Eagles. You're in Queensland. Tip them. I know I said the Broncos were my team, but I think I decided this week that the Titans are now them. my team. So. Nothing like 59-0 to make you change <laughs> allegiances in your first game. Campy, uh, do I lock you in for your old side, bouncing back? Yeah, obviously I've got to go to the Broncos. That's my team. And Knights and Storm, second v. Fifth. Ooh, fresh off a loss from last week. No, that's what they won. Storm won last week. Just kidding. Um, oh. Ellie, you don't know either of them. Just pick one. <laughs> no, but I'm making an educated guess. All right, I'm going to go the Storm again. Just yep. to get, once again, the connection with the Sunny Coast Falcons they've got. I'm going to go the Knights. The Knights. Just saw on Bloke. We are head to head. Just saw on blokeinabar.com. You sitting very close to Cam Munster. He's just moved away a little bit there after that tip. Uh, and uh, well, I can't pick everything the same, so I'll, I'll go the Knights. Cellar dweller battle just quickly. Rabbits, Titans, Rabbits at home at Bank West. Oh, I've got to go for my Rabbit. new boys, the Titans. <laughs> <laughs> no.
<laughs> well, Ellie, they're paying four dollars twenty, so Ooh, you could be rich next roughly. week. So, do you know what? I'm going to put ten bucks on it as well. <laughs> All right, the Imperial Hotel, its docks bloke lager as it does the Nambour Beach Hotel, and you can get it online via blokeinabar.com. Den and Camp, you always make time for us, and we appreciate it. Thanks, mate. Thanks, Campy. I'll see you next week when I've beaten you once again. <laughs> oh, oh, turn it up. Getting, up. getting trash talked by a 52 kilo midget. <laughs> That's going to hurt. That's going to hurt. <laughs> Ellie and Bex. 91.9 CFM.